Merhaba uh, Terrorians. Um, welcome to this unusual and weird uh, Portals to Terror episode. First of all, I have to say this is the first uh, ASMR episode of Portals to Terror. You're gonna have, you're gonna hear all my breathing problems. What is that? I'm gonna send this tape to my pulmonologist to see if I've recovered from COVID or not. Um, uh, this is, I'm using, first of all, I'm at my sister's place right now and I'm using her uh, microphone. Uh, she has this ASMR microphone. Portals to Terror is officially ASMR now. We're Gen Z now. We're like, we're one episode away from gang, 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 hmm, strong woman, strong woman, gang, gang, ice cream, yum, you know, I'm gonna end up doing that on Portals to Terror TikTok, which I renamed everything wrong for ever. Anyways, this story, this episode is dedicated um, to a person we called Snow. Now, that is obviously not a real name, and uh, and I'm not going to name her real name or anything. Uh, I try not to give anything away, but um, I'm going to tell the story uh, of, um, of the events of the past few days of my life, and um, I find I find the things that happened to me... Um, I learned a lot, let's say, let's put it this way. Um, so I I move into this flat, it's like a um, room sharing thing where I'm sharing a flat with uh, three other people. Um, it's me, the the kid, the, the, I just call him the kid, that's not the kid. He's a bit younger than me. He's like a bit younger than me. How old do I think I am? No. So, John. Let's say it's me, John, Mary, and Snow. And uh, these are all fake names, by the way. And we're living there. You know, Mary is kind of introverted. She She's mostly in her room. Um uh John John and I are like friends we play online games and so on uh John is also from Iran by the way I gotta say we're from the same country and there there is this other flatmate snow and snow is the most peculiar unique person ever um I thought when I saw her I thought she's uh like she she's like 35 or something maybe 32 to 35 um she was 46 we learned later and um when she came mary met her first and i remember mary told me rom she talks a lot <laughs> i was like you don't know me and she was like no 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 she talks a lot and uh, i was like me too and uh, she was like she always want to hang out and stuff i was like oh yeah me too when I met her, I was like, all right, yeah, right. She fucking talks a lot. <laughs> she did talk a lot. I mean, it was like, um, 
she she would just constantly go like in a very hypomanic uh, manner of like hey how are you how are you oh my god good we should do something together we should hang out together i don't know we should do this i bought all this stuff i don't know do you think i should buy this stuff you should, should not buy this stuff i went to i started taking yoga class should i continue my yoga class should I? and um but interesting and f- full of love that i can say like she was full of love and uh so we're living together and as we as things go on things get weirder and we like she was a weird person like for example uh she had all these like shelves and shelves of vitamins and and she would not eat for days like two days it was just one vitamin pill okay she would sit there and with with this like a bowl and she would put all these pills in it like 20 per day c d iron zinc like all of them different separate like tab tab tablets or and i was telling her snow I, you know i take all of this in one it's called a multivitamin like take all of them in one these are all intense shit hmm it just dawned upon me something wow i just had a realization for people who have immune system problems but anyways i would be like is this prescribed by a doctor she'd be like no 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 i'm fine it's fine she would take those she has some protein pills she never had them and and some nuts in a in a protein pill uh box like in one of these like containers like so she would take them and that was it and water and she had one of these bottles of water that says keep going yo you go girl like half a liter you're almost there you know to and then on the third day, she would have like the biggest feast ever, like salmon, all that stuff. Like she would, she would like fill the everything in the kitchen would be dirty. Like I would go want to cook, nothing's clean, everything's in the dishwasher, uh, dirty already. Which was one of the one of the arguments we had was like, should we use the dishwasher as a drying rack or should we just use the dishwasher? And uh, she was a fan of using the dishwasher. But then I was like, yeah, but everything, you know, look, we're polar opposites in ways that I'm so OCD. And if I eat something, I clean it right away, whatever. She would make all the food and then again go on a three-day binge of, like, vitamins. And, um, and a lot of times I would also find, like, these, <laughs> like these uh, moldy food in the fridge. And I'll be like no this is moldy and she'd be like no no that's my vaccine and then when i went remember the rabies episode i finally got vaccinated for rabies and tetanus so when i went to get the the rabies vaccine and she was she would be telling me you don't know what the government puts in it and i was like bruh like it was invented by fucking pasteur who pasteurized you know like that guy in the 18th fucking century there wasn't any 5g it just is fine and she was super skeptical of... She was very Jorogan-esque kind of a person, you know? Like, she would be like, you know... She would be... Once I was like... I was looking at my hair. I'm not going to show it to you right now. My bald spot. And I was I was uh, a bit insecure about it. And she was like, hey, what's up? And I was like, oh, I'm insecure about my bald spot. She would be like... Oh, I ha- I know what you should do. And I was like, oh, she's gonna, is she going to suggest that I get a, the plugs? We're in Istanbul. She goes, no, stem cell. So I was like, what are you talking about? You're the first person ever, let alone Flammy, to suggest stem cell. And she's like, oh, no, I've done it. I've done it a couple of times. And I'm like, is it safe? Like, what the fuck? And she's like, oh, the, there was this one guy. She was like, we have a clinic in the country she was from. 
which she always said a different country. It was like three different countries where she said she is from. Two of them are in Europe and one of them isn't. And she was like, yeah, we have this uh, stem cell clinic there. And I was like, is it safe? It was like, well, one guy came for the same problem. Then he went blind temporarily, but he's fine now, I guess. I don't know. Like, and I was like, this is not safe. Like, health ministers haven't, like, you know... <laughs> aren't authorizing this uh, practice to be done legally in most places. I don't, like, this is a cutting-edge technology. I was like, all right, I don't even want to get the plugs. I'm going to fucking shave. I'll go full Bilber. Yeah. The fucking, I can't do a Bilber impression. But yeah, I'll go full Bilber. Um, so she was that kind of person. And, like, I don't know, but I, you know, but I felt, like, I felt like, yo, I, like, you know, like, she's cool. There was some love there. Like, she really loved us. And she would constantly be, like... She was, like, weird in that way. Like, she would be out from 11 p.m., come back home 6 a.m., then sleep, and then wake up in the afternoon and then play this this one song that when my body reacts, 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 my body reacts. And, and just weird like in a way that also like I open my door like late at night want to go to the toilet and she's just sitting all alone there uh, on the couch and as she hears somebody's coming she gets up she runs up to me she's like hey how are you I missed you come give me a hug and and she would hug me and she would be like do you want to hang out do you want to watch a movie and I'll be like no it's fucking 2 a.m. like you know I don't know what what I was probably once I, <laughs> this is portals to Terra. let's be honest once I, I, I had masturbated and then, because, you know, because uh, circumcised people use lubes and shit, lube and shit. My, my right hand was like, I was like, just, you know, use your left hand to, to for the doorknob, go straight to the toilet to, to wash the hands. I was in that mode. And she comes and she, she want to hug and shit. And I'm like, not now, not now. Yeah, let's hug. And uh, it was like that, but. Um, and she wanted to come to see Oppenheimer with us, and uh, we actually went, but we ditched her. And I remember the next day she was like, she came and she was like, "Oh, it's fine. I saw Barbie with my friend," and I my guilt was taken away a bit. And she was like, "I was like, yeah, I I also saw Oppenheimer, and, and uh, I saw Oppenheimer with me, my sister, and John." And she was, and I was like, "Yeah, I saw it with my sister," and she was like, "Well, John will come with me," and I was like, "Shit." as I mentioned so I don't know so that kind of a person and uh, although she didn't like cats because originally she would say um, she would say hey would you like cats like we used to kick cats and shit she started to become friendly with Loki you know the cat that I've mentioned there probably in the previous in the rabies episode we, I would take care of, like, John and I would feed her and shit. Um, she was, like, my pet, like, love to Loki. And she was so nice with Loki. I don't know if it was a way of, like, trying to... Try to be be closer friends with me. Or... Because I was also a piece of shit, you know? Like I am. I would nag a lot. I would... Complain a lot. Just complain, complain, complain. Like, why is the dirty? The dishwasher... OCD bullshit. Um, and uh, she was so nice. She fed uh, salmon to, to Loki, which... The most bougie thing Loki has ever had. 
She was eating like a fucking grizzly. And uh, so anyways, um, Snow was rich as fuck. This is the weirdest part about her is that she would spend like she told me she'd spend 400 euros on gym membership. She would be like go to all this pole dancing class to another luxurious party to a luxurious hotel to a luxurious swimming pool like she was just out and about doing luxurious shit and not working not doing anything and you know it's not polite to ask people like, what do you do where do you get your money and um so once like for example just to give you an example one i was talking about this sony xm5 he headphones i was like i I really want to have this Sony XM5s one day, like one day, you know, like I'm not going to, it's 350 euros. I'm not going to spend that much on a, on a headphone, you know? And she goes, Oh, I'll, I'll buy you. And I was like, Oh, no, don't. Cause you know, that's very nice of you. But I would realize like, okay, if you're this, are you being this nice to me only or in general, or cause people then can take advantage of you. I think it was a bit of both. I think she she really liked me and she wanted to be a, like closer friends because I also told her a lot of times, if you have so much money, why do you live with us? And why do you share a flat? Like you have that much money, you can go to a studio of your own. And she said that she did live in a studio, but it was lonely. And that she, she said, yeah, I have family. We, we should be family. That's why. I remember I would, I would fucking mark my area in the in the fridge i'll be like this is my food do not touch my food when i'm getting oc my ocd persona is german it's like you follow the rules that was french fuck fuck it i'm bad at it so i would do that and then she, she would come and she'd be like no we should share a fridge everybody i'll buy you food everything we should have a fridge full of food because families do that and she kept saying that i mean i i don't know what was the deal with her but this theme of family, like that's what she was there for. That's what she was after, family. And she kept bringing it up. She kept going, you know, <clears throat> we should hang out like a family. We should watch movies like a family. We should do this. She went to the fucking market and bought 100 eggs. I shit you not. 100 eggs. And I said, what, who is this for? And she was like, it's a for us family. I was like, I have my own eggs. I'll buy my own eggs. I have OCD on food. I don't eat the food of other people because I don't know how it's been kept. I'm paranoid about expiry dates and all that. Please just do your own. We can't eat 100 eggs. They rot. And then you'll eat it anyways because you don't give a fuck about all the moldy food and the, the expired food. Um, <clears throat> This whole theme of family... I think about it a lot. I think about I think a lot about cuz I've I've also been there. I've been there. You you don't know how Portals to Terra started. I was there when Portals to Terra started. COVID, half of my best friends just leaving or not replying for good reasons. They're going through their own shit. I'm not blaming anybody. And I got my flatmates. My flatmates are doing their own shit. I'm all alone. And the government's like locked up. You can't leave the room. You can't leave the house. 6, 6 p.m. curfew in Budapest. I'm stuck there. I'm going insane. Family is the most important thing for someone in that state of mind. 
but you know, but the more this is the thing. It's these relationships and human stuff is built through time, and and I I saw that I understood that I don't know what I was thinking. I thought to myself, if we're we are we've been living together for like two months. If I am getting too close to people, then they can be disappointed at some point where I'm not there for them 24-7 because I've had that problem too. Where Then I expect too much of people. I've grown and changed, but there has been times where I really expected too much of people. And, uh, and there has been time that people really could have been nicer to me. So, you know, I totally have sympathy for this. But anyways, um, I remember once I got sick and uh, I wanted to vomit, whatever. And I remember like she heard me moaning from my room because I was like, it was like, you know, that stomach ache, nausea feeling of, uh, so I was like moaning in ASMR, I'm moaning. <laughs> I was moaning in my room and she heard it and she, and she kept asking are you okay are you okay and I I remember I come out I'm a very solitary person especially these days someone just leave me be when I'm sick so I I, I go to the kitchen I've got headphones in my earplugs and uh, listening to some podcast some shit and she, she constantly keeps asking me are you okay are you okay are you do you need anything do you need anything and I remember she she puts a hand on my pulse and that pisses me off because I'm like, don't touch me, you know? So I just prank her out of, it's not even a prank, it's more of a sarcasm where she goes, are you okay? And I go, no, I'm not. Oh, oh. And I, I pretend to like die or something or get a heart attack or whatever. So I do that and she was very concerned. She didn't take that well. I mean, I sometimes don't know when my jokes come out as or how they come out um, uh, or how, whether people will fall for Because I thought that she would know that I'm acting. She knows that it's a sarcastic response to, are you okay? I'll be like, no, I'm dying. Like, you know, why are you exaggerating it? I'm just sick, you know, leave me be. So I go, oh, and, and she... She doesn't react well, you know, like, um, I, I'll say it. She, she even like, she, I, I saw that she started to cry a bit, like, you know, and, um, what a piece of shit I am, right? Like what a fucking piece of shit I must be to do that. But, and then I immediately go, no, 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 I'm, I'm just joking. It's just like, it's a pun on how, you know, you're exaggerating my illness. And I was just being sarcastic. I wasn't even acting good. I'm not a good actor. Like I, not in one in a million, I thought she would buy that, but. And, uh, yeah, she, she, then she hugs me. She's like, you know, take care of yourself. I'll, I'll do whatever for you. Um, if you're sick, like I'll take care of you, whatever. Fast forward, a friend of mine goes looking for a flatmate. Another friend of ours offers his flat to us 
from the comedy gang. And um, and I, I remember I, I go to them and I'll be like, I might move out. And they knew that one of the primary reasons is um, is because Snow and I don't get it. I can't like share a kitchen with her. This is insane. Like the whole like situation is insane. And remember, she was again playing the song, My Body, Reacts, re whatever. And then I go. Um, so I, I jokingly, she says, oh, yeah, you're leaving. Where are you going? When are you going to Budapest? If you're going to Budapest, can I just come with you? Because I, you know, I just don't know where to be. I just don't know what to do in this world. I just want to, you know, I just want to go with someone somewhere. I just don't know what to do, you know. And I, I even told her, I was like, do you, you should do like Bumble BFF. Find, a, find someone who can, because look, I'm here for you. Like legit, man, nothing but love, really. Like I did sympathize with her so much, but I can't be the, what you need. None of us, not neither me, John, Mary, because like John was, I think they, she, she was the best with John and she hung out with Mary with me. I think we had way more boundaries because of the boundaries I set yet at the same time, I was the hardest she was trying to be close with because she was already close with John and Mary. I was the last person in the house where she didn't fully feel like family with maybe. Although I would help her, help her out with a lot of things like her headphones. She wanted to buy an earplug. I remember I was uh, introducing her to Sony Linkbot S and she asked this the question. She asked, she was, she was like, they look nice, but do they come in pink? And uh, she was literally Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life in plastic is fantastic. That was her like, like all pink pink skirt pink high heels like that you know like she even had a barbie cup and that i would buy coffee for her and she would put in the uh in in that cup and be like best coffee in the world certified barista she called me cert <laughs> she called me certified barista best coffee and then whenever i cooked she came and she was like can i try some and i was like oh, i want to keep them for later or whatever but i was like sure and whenever she tried the food she was like best cook ever it wasn't that special actually i can do way fucking better but it was like pasta pomodoro and and, and stuff like that and she would she would love that and uh and i remember so we're sitting there and telling them that i might move out and she goes like oh yeah okay then i don't know maybe I, i'll move out too and i'm and i'm telling her all right, so should I stay, like jokingly? And then we all laugh and whatever. And then after that, she comes and she's like, hey, I'm so sorry that I was, if I was a bad roommate or if I bothered you, I'm learning, I'm trying to work on myself. Um, she always felt like when I'm around, she would be careful with everything. Is, is everything clean? Is everything okay? You happy with that? Okay, I'm sorry if I, you know, fucked anything, everything, anything up. And, um, and, uh, I don't know. I I remember I, I told her, I was like, no, man, it's nothing but love. Like we hugged and I was like, I'm just joking. I, I hope you know that this kitchen stuff, it doesn't mean that I don't like you or whatever. We can be friends even if I move out, whatever. It's all cool. To which she immediately says, let's hang out. Everybody watch a movie. And then everybody went to the room or whatever. But um. I think um, what one more thing about her is that at some point her behavior to me, I was jokingly saying, now I don't think this was the case, but jokingly saying, is he a method? Like uh, I would, 
I would like we like she would clean the the, the kitchen five a.m. like something unnecessary, just compulsively cleaning something that you know shouldn't be cleaned, and then everything else is dirty, and then like or like forgetting stuff. Like she she came, she'd pick my bottle of water, and she'll be like, "Oh, sorry, I thought it's my bottle of water," and I was like, "You don't have a bottle, no? You you use one of these big like canisters?" And she's like, "Right, I don't have a bottle." Like I, I would keep track of what she has, you know, like in the in the fucking fridge, like, and uh, it was funny once. Um, I was trying to, um, because he was such a unique character. I had talked to like my sister and my best friend about this. Like I would told people like. Oh my god! I got this roommates like that. Never have I been talking about my flatmates with people. But she was such a unique person that I you 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 do that. You know, you go you you. There, she always had a story. Like for example, once she was like, "Why do you want to do your residence permit? Don't worry, nobody cares. I had a I have this like high uh, class luxurious model. I don't know. To me, it sounded kind of like a luxurious prostitute." friend of hers who doesn't have a residence permit for two years like she's russian nobody cares and i'm like yeah i'm not a hot blonde russian babe okay i i get asked for my e-commit like residence permit card 10 times in the street by undercover cops and shit and um she would be like um yeah but i entered certain country once in eu uh, with a fake passport nobody cared and I look at her and I'm like, all right, I expect you to respect the laws of the kitchen. You don't even respect the international border laws. Like, it's so, you know, optimistic of me to to expect you to respect the laws of the fucking kitchen. Um, anyways, fast forward. Um, last Thursday... Today is uh, Friday. Last Thursday, she gets sick. And she comes and she's like, oh, my, my stomach ache. I have a stomach ache. And, uh, and right before this, I remember she, she always talked of a fiancé, husband figure, which is abroad. And there's this love and hate relationship akin to the one with Harley Quinn and Joker. And uh, she came to us and she was like, I cursed my husband and gave us all 20 lira notes. And she said that, um, she said, just take it, take it uh, and, and a chocolate. And, and then so God would forgive me. And I said, uh, listen, Snow, like I, this is, I'm not your husband. It's fine. Just I can accept this. And neither of us did. She, he, she gave it to me and Mary and who were there at that flat and we didn't accept it and whatever. That was the last conversation we had before she got sick. And then she gets sick. And I remember as she's sick, she's like, my stomach hurts. Please help me. Somebody bring me water. John is the guy who, who really helps her, actually. He, John is taking care of her 24-7. Giving her water, giving her the medicine she asked for, like like medicine, like vitamins and, and soup and all that. But she's not like, she's like apple cider vinegar and peppermint. Give me that. And then, and then John would bring it. And um, 
and she comes to me for help a couple of times, I go, Snow, go to go to the hospital. Go to the doctor. Because you've really... I was 100% sure she's exaggerating. I was like, okay, we know who she is. She wants attention. Uh, this is all exaggeration. Just go to the fucking doctor. We're not, we're not doctors. You can't just put that on us. And she goes, no, it's fine. And I'm like, well, then it must be nothing. It must be nothing. And you're exaggerating it. And uh, this is a new tool for you to get attention. Because that's totally what my body would do. I'm not even, I didn't even think that she's feigning or faking. No, no, no psychosomatic shit i thought okay this is what happened fight with husband and and the person who's just manic manic talking 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 party 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 this party that party depre- this is depression this is like manic depression right this is not a happy person buying three shoes per day this luxurious thing that gym like and still not knowing what to do being ready to move to fucking budapest with me like and, and I'm not like the kind of person, I couldn't go to her, go like, you need therapy. Do you, you have all this money. Do you spend any of it on therapy or just on shoes? Because shoes ain't buy you fucking peace of mind, man. And and with all my walls and with all my boundaries and, and all that, I was, I was, uh, I was understanding and sympathizing. Because I've been there, not there, there, but somewhere similar, not as intense of a loneliness, maybe, but that lonely. So for my body goes sick for others to, to love me. Oh, projecting. And, uh, but then again, if you're sick, so goes another day, Friday gets worse. Saturday, I remember at 7, I see she's not in a good condition and she's yelling, help, this is bad, this is bad. And she keeps saying, John, John, John. She wants John. And I remember even when I went to try to help her, she would be like, I don't want to bother you. I, you know, I know how you are, John. And I understand I've been a piece of shit, like, you know, with all the, like, just nagging. And John, John has been nice. He's been super fucking nice and... uh So, so I, I remember I leave at seven to a friend's house and I only come back at like 2 a.m. that night. And, uh, and John at eight Saturday night sends her to the hospital. It'll be like, we can't do this no anymore. We cannot do this. And I knew John was tired too, but we had different ways of dealing with this. Like John's was to help and give her exactly what she wants. And I'm like, if she has stomach problems, acids, like uh, apple cider vinegar is pure fucking acid. It doesn't fucking work. And my thing was the boundary will help. Then she will go to the doctor. If we stop giving her the peppermint and the the, the fucking uh, herbal medicinal bullshit. And, uh, so I come back at two. I don't. I know not. I don't know what happened. I didn't know she was at the hospital. Apparently, so what? Whatever. This is what happens. I sleep late, and I wake up late, and I stay in bed. Like you know, I wake up and I'm just like you two wing in bed. I don't even go out to brush my teeth. Not good. Kids always do brush your teeth, but 
I only go out, like I wake up at 11.30 and I only go out to brush my teeth and shit at like one. And when I open the door of my room at one, I see there's all these like linen with, with vomit everywhere. And there's like the washing machines working with, with the vomity stuff in it. And I brush my teeth and, and I come out of the toilet and I see snow on the floor and the threshold of her room. And uh, with, with her stomach really inflamed but at that moment i did not really process like this is really not normal like cartoonesque inflammation you know i i just didn't process it and i i see she's on the floor i should have seen that this is really not normal even for her she was like kind of half naked she would never have been like that like not properly wearing underwear that she she wouldn't have done that if she wasn't you know, the stomach, like, and just going, help, help, I'm dying, I'm dying. And uh, so I, I go to her, she gets on the bed, I, like, I try to help her without, like, physically touching and much, so, so she gets on the bed, and I see there's a picture frame of Tara and the husband with her on the, on the mattress, where she's lying and uh, she goes help and I'm like no I'm so sorry I gotta call the ambulance now and she's like I've been I've been to the hospital last night and I'm like what because I didn't know that John had called so I'm like what okay I I mean what what did they say what's the problem she said I don't know they spoke Turkish John knows John speaks Turkish so I go and I I call I call Mary Mary hasn't been in Istanbul for days. She she left on uh, Friday to another place uh, near Antalya. It's like like she was on she was on a vacation, and I so I I tell her I'm like, well, this is happening. I think this is just she just wants attention and just like it's, this must be psychosomatic. And not even thinking why was her stomach so inflamed. It's so just like ballooned, like as if she went from this to pregnant in one day. Like I should have fucking seen it. I don't know how I did not pay attention to this very crucial detail, but, and then I call John and I'm like, John, where are you? And he's like, I'm hanging out with some friends. What's up? And I'm like, it's no, she's not good doing well. I don't know what to do. We need to call the hospital. See what the fuck happened last night. And, and she went to hospital last night. He, he's like, yeah. And she came back today at 6 a.m. with a taxi. So she should be fine because the hospital wouldn't let Someone come home with a fucking taxi if everything is fine, right? I pour myself coffee and eggs and um, I have it and I take the coffee out. I'm in front of the door. I'm having a smoke. I'm playing with Loki. Uh, I'm like uh, playing chess. So I'm playing like I played like three rounds of chess waiting for John to come home. Like, what the fuck do I do now? And um, as I... As uh, John comes home and he's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, hey, look, look, I'm being checkmated like this, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, let's go in. In a very cruel way, I go, let's go deal with this, you know, like completely knowing like, oh, I'm so sure it's nothing and it's all mental. Um, so we, we go in and as we enter the, the house in front of the door, there are two medics, ambulance workers, and a lady 
Yeah, we don't know. And the lady says Snow died. Um, it was uh, it was difficult to pro for like for processing. Like I didn't process it for the next hours. First, it was like is the lady. So first, it was fucking I don't know. Just processing what Snow died. Like the reality dropping on you. Then the police people coming. Then. Looking like seeing her dead body of someone who fucking an hour ago or something told you I'm going to die. And you knew her. And she was a friend. She was living with us. And now there, there she is. It's not not even her. It's just like to do philosophically, you know, is that. And then the police getting questioned by the police. Because, um, you know, they come in and, and I at that, that moment I asked the lady, who the fuck are you? And she was a she was a cleaning lady. That came to the place because, like, the owner organizes some these occasional cleanings and stuff. And every time it's a different person. This clean lady apparently came two months ago and met Snow. And Snow would always give them a like a little, you know, uh, two hundred lira cash thingy. So they knew her. They knew, like, I don't know. They, they, the rich lady called, said, "I need help," and she said that. Uh, because like she's a woman, she's more comfortable with her being around at that point. She was like vomiting over every everything and she was like almost naked and shit. So she came and she was trying to help her. And uh, she was actually with her when she died. But the funny thing is that I didn't fucking see her. She was there exactly when I come out of my room. She goes out to go to a pharmacy to find what no God knows whatever the fuck. She's just feeding her electrolyte and just instead of calling a cat, which is that's also what pisses me off is that you're a fucking cleaning lady. What what do you know about medicine? What makes you think you're qualified enough to. Um, no, what the fuck? I mean, I understand it's like. There's something deeply wrong with our financial system of the world. That people are in a state that. They get the call for, for like a little money. You go to someone's house that you don't know. You've been there once as a cleaner to help her with this instead of calling the ambulance or some fucking other thing. But she was there and I don't know what the fuck she did. She was saying that she swallowed her vomit and foam and stuff. And from the body, it looks so. But she, she said she gave her CPR. Now you don't know if CPR works for that situation. Like you see something in the movies. But anyway, so it was that. And then being interrogated by the police. Because the police comes in and there's like me, John, two foreigners, fucking cleaning lady and a dead body. And it turns out the cleaning lady doesn't even have proper residence permit. And then she starts fucking giving bullshit to the police about like when she entered the country and stuff. And... Anyways, like whatever. Uh, so I, we didn't even have time to process or mourn her. I remember it was only when the cops to, like told us, okay, you're clear. 
we because we was first there then the investigators came then the fucking the, the prosecutor came then we had to go to the police station and be interrogated there again or give a testimony and give the events and yada 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 yada, yada so much and by the end of it when they declared us you know not murderers or whatever it was then there was a nice guy he actually gave me because i was having a panic attack. we were both me and john were having fucking panic attacks it was the fucking hardest day of our lives not i mean i'm not comparing it was one of them it was one of them it was one of the weirdest fucking day of our lives and it was only then when i processed it like as the guy gave me this glass of water and he was nice and he was like sorry for your loss or whatever and i was like oh somebody just treated us like human you know and then I started to, like, process it and mourn, you know? Um, and before that, I was like, I don't know. I even made, like, some a couple of dark comedy jokes when we were, like, we're there waiting, police coming, investigation. They're, they're putting the tape around us, you know? I made a couple of dark comedy jokes in that situation. Um that's how I processed the situation, you know? Like, it was so much stress, there was so much, like, absurdity. I was like, what? No, they, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Why is my heart beating so much? You know, like, whatever. But then when the guy gave, gave me a glass of water, I just started to cry. <laughs> I started to cry, and uh, and I realized. Then the, then the sentence that I heard fucking hours earlier suddenly sank in. It was like, Snow died. Because she, she told us in the worst fucking manner ever. It was like, sit down. Things are not good. La, la, la. If you want to tell someone someone died, please do it properly. Don't go, Snow died. That just, that really adds up to the fucking trauma. You know what I mean? Just the sentence was ringing in my ear for days. I just felt like I kind of recovered today. Like, today I woke up and I was like... Yeah, life is back to normal. I'm Ramin, I'm this person. Like Before that, it was just, I would wake up and I would just Im imagine the dead body and the, the sound going, snow died. And I'm like, what? Snow died, just, just going in my head. And it's my OCD too, probably just going, snow died, snow died, snow died. Not understanding. What was weirder is that because Mary Googled her, because she knew her full name, and because the police found three different passports and some of the info didn't match. Probably some of them were forged. And uh, police asked, so Mary was Googling her to find her family. And she found out that uh, she was actually, Interpol was after her. And... Uh, most countries would extradite her to U.S. and uh, she was a part of a crypto Ponzi scheme of millions, like tens and millions, tens of millions of dollars. Let's say above fifty million dollars and below one hundred. That that bracket of uh, crime. Um. But you know what I hate the most? And it was her, her husband. Her husband's apparently in prison. Um, <coughs> what I hate the most... <coughs> ASMR coughing. What I hate the most is when, when I told this to 
a couple of people, their reaction was, oh, then some like, we shouldn't feel bad then because, you know, she was a criminal or whatever. But two things, we don't know the story. We don't know the story, really, that she was not a genius mastermind the way we know her. Um, there's also what Mary said. Mary said she's certain she didn't, she didn't even fucking know how to install an app on her fucking phone. It was like the husband is, was a fucking abusive asshole. That's what it was. We know of that. Without getting into details, we, we knew of that, that the, the husband is an abusive asshole, mentally and probably physically. But the thing is that, um, you know, I think her story was was a young girl, beautiful, meets this guy. This guy promises of money and a luxurious lifestyle. Probably a young girl, beautiful, but with mental illnesses. This is the worst fucking combo when you have mental illnesses. Your family probably didn't love you, so you're out there looking for that family by buying the 100 eggs, offering to buy 300 euros headphones. The family, the family, the family. And there comes this fucking asshole who goes, hey, I'll give that to you, all the love and all the shoes and a luxurious lifestyle. All of that can fucking finally fill the hole in your heart, probably, and you fall for it. You fall for it. And I think that even here, I think she was being used by him to just use her credit card to, I don't know, do some crypto shit without her even understanding what is she doing in total denial, brainwashed. Now, it pisses me off when you look at someone like that and you go criminal Two. She was. If I was one of the people who it was a it was a MLM fucking scheme. It was one of these multi-level whatever pyramid schemes. Okay. If I was somebody who lost money to that, I would be fucking pissed. I know, but I am not. I was her fucking flatmate and one of the last people she had in her final days that she called family. Now what did I do? Nag about the fucking dishwasher. Okay, that's my angle. If you lost money to her, you are feel free to fucking hate the whole crime family. For me, I hate judgmental bullshit. I hate the black and white thinking. I hate not seeing humans as humans and not as the Pink Floyd's dog dogs. The song in, in the album Animals says Dragged down by the stone Who was born in a house full of pain Who was trained not to spit in the fan So <laughs> If you saw that if you saw the dead body of someone alone, begging for family, buying a hundred eggs, coming home every day, family, and ending like that, with John and Mary not being home, her being left with me, 
and me not taking her seriously, so her calling the, the cleaning lady that she met once at the corner of the room with bile and vomit and and her or what was left of her because it wasn't her anymore it was the body that used to be run by snow but not snow there's no snow in it anymore you know and if you see that you are a piece of shit not to have some sympathy no matter what unless it was Hitler or something but to look at that and go criminal Because this is what this podcast is, was about. Main, like, It started, this podcast, because I wanted the family. It started in COVID. This podcast fucking started when I had nobody. I was going insane. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if I should, like, you know. Then I did this. I started talking to fucking aliens. That's how alone I was. Bowie the cat and aliens. I would do the voice of a fucking cat and the voice of fucking aliens. That's how alone I was. I'm not going to look at that ending and say, yeah, like, deserve the what? <sighs> say that. Sh- <laughs> I know I'm living at my sister's place now. I will finally move out to with the friend at the friend's flat and so on. Didn't think it'll happen this way, but um, we can't even really live there in the flat anymore. No, besides the emotional trauma of like, of course, we can't. What am I going to have? Have coffee exactly where Snow's body was. But but they haven't even cleaned the house yet. And we can't clean the house. And the police said not to touch anything in the hall. Like we could go get our belongings in the suitcase. So it's like that, the situation. So I came here and... Uh, so I'm using her ASMR mic. That's why. That's why the quality of the podcast suddenly got better. But no. Um. And uh, it's a shit show. I don't know. Like these movings, there's so much going on in my life, and and there's so much I have to do. And uh, one of my best friends, my buddy, uh, the great Coca painter who lives in France, an old friend, is visiting uh, in a couple of days. I will probably do an episode with him. That's going to be the next episode. He's a very interesting person. And uh, But anyways, what I mean is all that happening, I just wish the world would stop and give me a little time to process it. But you don't have time. You know, You need to keep moving. You need to Pick yourself back up and go like, okay, that happened. Snow is not... We're living in a, in a post-snow world now. And um, I can never talk with her again. I can never go back and, and be like, yeah, let's hang out. I wish I hung out with her. Every time she say, I wish I... I'm not saying I could have prevented the death. Maybe I can. Maybe I would. Maybe when she's told me she's dying, I should have whatever. But that's not where I really have the guilt, you know? Like, I I don't... Because she kind of refused to... We don't even know if she really went to the hospital after knowing, learning about her criminal past. I think maybe she went to the hospital and then she escaped and got in a cab because she didn't want to register. Or maybe that's why she didn't want to go to the hospital. We don't know. 
But what, what I know is uh, it's not the guilt is not mainly oddly with me medically being able to save her life. Maybe it was one of the moldy food she ate. We don't know. Toxicology and autopsy can take up to months, probably, they said. When they found out this is not like a, you know, sus case of murder or whatever, they said, all right, probably pushed down another foreigner died. You know, who cares? Talked with her mother. She wants, she wants the body. When you, this is also like, despite everything, when you talk with someone's mother, wants her daughter's body how the fuck can you not have sympathy you know whatever the life but anyways um i wish i could go back and and just be nicer to her that's where i i am more guilty of i feel guilty it's not that, okay, she told me she's dying, her stomach was inflamed, maybe I should have called the ambulance there and then, I didn't, this happened. But that's not where I really got the guilt. I really got the guilt as, oh, this was her last fucking months on earth. She wanted us as a family, she she wanted me to to like her better, to hang out with her. I wish I'd made her more pasta. I wish I made her more cool coffee. I wish I... Uh, whenever she was sitting there alone in the hall and I went into my room and watched some binge-watched Mr. Beast, I wish I would just watch with her. I could be like, hey, Snow, there's Mr. Beast. He's this guy, fucking idiot. He, uh, he gives <laughs> millions of people out to people. Let's go watch some Mr. Beast videos. And now I wanted to be alone. Because I was like, my comfort. My fucking comfort. Everybody's responsible for themselves comfort. Because they've done that to me. Who am I taking revenge on? I mean, you don't, you're not responsible to frustrate yourself because other people are alone. But when someone's so alone. So alone. I tried to, I was at the flat to pick up some of my stuff again. I was talking to her. I was talking to the walls. Hoping someone can hear. I, I just wanted her to know that me pouring myself coffee and going playing chess exactly when she died doesn't mean that I didn't love her. Doesn't mean that I didn't know. If I fucking knew... I would be there. I'm just sad that she didn't have any of us there. And it was the cleaning lady. I'm worried of what she thought. Did, did she think in her last hours we don't care about her? Did she think nobody cares about her from an abusive husband? Or I don't know her family, but... The way she was begging for family, I don't think she ever really had it. Had that feeling from anyone. 46. Dragged down by the stone. You know what's funny? She died almost where I feigned 
my own death that day. It's so ironic that now here I am actually crying for her actual dead body. Exactly where she she got tears in her eyes because I, I for a second faint death and she said I'll be there for you if, if you need anything if you're sick she was so worried and I wasn't you know I wasn't um I've not really met anyone in on earth like her. She was a unique person. Annoying at times, if you live with her in the kitchen, all that, talking too much, all that. But at the same time, I do believe that she she had a pure fucking love in her heart. That's why I think that she wasn't really aware of the whole criminal stuff. I mean, she was aware, but she didn't really understand the implications of it, how it can affect other people's lives, how it's technically not legal, or how... Because <sighs> she, was, she wasn't that smart, let's say. But, um... I don't know, man. It's weird. I mean, we'll be next. One day, it'll be a day where I'm the one next to a wall. If that day comes, I love you all. I mean, I don't know what to say. If that day comes, somebody's listening to this. I just really want everybody to know I'm so paranoid of of other people in my life dying and not knowing how much I love them. Because we never know. We're not prepared. We might have a little fight and then that, that has to be the day you die. It's so fucking cruel that we don't get the chance to have... One last goodbye. To just, just be sincere with someone. So I, I don't know. What I learned is that I'll try to, to behave with everybody like what if they die tomorrow. This way I would be a better person for everybody. A better friend. A better human being. And uh, nobody that I know can will die thinking I don't care about them. Although I don't I'm not sure if that's what she thought. I think she knew that I do. She knew how I am, but she also knew that all three of us, me, John, Mary, we did love her. In our own weird ways, but we did. You can literally hear me breathe through this. It's so ASMR. First ASMR podcast, we should have done some food shit. 
peel a banana or something. Um, it's time to recover. I don't know. It's time to get up. Accept it. It happened. It's gone. It's forever gone. It's over. It's over. The story of snow is over. 46 years. Life is a magnificent thing, you know? Like, we're here. We have our stories. We all have a childhood. Everything. The people we know. The people, like, it, fucking everything. Like, the Pink Floyd song. All that you touch and whatever eclipse. Under the sun is in tune, but the sun is eclipsed by the moon. The moon here being a metaphor for human brain. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's an intense experience that is life. Like, it's wow. It's everything. It's everything we have. And then it goes away. And then the rest of the world will move on. The police officer got off of Snow's dead body. And when we come out of the flat in front of the building he picks up his phone and he's looking at the the matches the football matches of like Newcastle was playing another team the, the night before that's how that's how but the, like the poor guy seems so much that is how mundane it is every day every hour every minute this happens and some person goes through some things and life ends all that ends and the rest of us are just recording a fucking podcast or something we're just moving on with our life that was the weirdest thing when i when we came out of the police station and to us that day was a weird day and everybody else was like some people were going partying some people were coming out some people were playing music in their cars uh there's uh, uh, the young girl and a young boy were dating each other they were kissing over there all that was still going on but not snow everything was going on besides snow and uh and all of us will one day be that. So, some of my loved ones, I will get to see this. I will have to witness this for some of other loved ones. Closer. People I call family. 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 The 100 fucking eggs, okay? Family. And then you have to... You have to move on until yours. And all I want is uh, to make fucking sure they know that I love them. And even if someone likes know that I'm not that close with, that we're living together for two months, every day we're seeing each other, as much as I can, I want to give the sense of family. I want to be less of a fucking asshole. This has been Portals to Terra. Um, take care of each other. Take care of people. People are alone. Loneliness is fucked up. So, so love people. Prepare your brains to get fucked. <laughs>